So, uh, welcome back, everybody, to Laughter the Club. Uh, tonight, we have with us Pow, Jeanette, and myself, um, Jeff, and... Good old-fashioned L-A-T-C, Jivery. Good, good old-fashioned L-A-T-C. Um, so, how y'all doing? Excellent. Good. How are you, Jeanette? Fantastic. Um... It rained last night, which is really weird. And it was one of those freakish LA rainstorms. Stuff uh, fell apart. Crazy. Dude, I had no idea it rained last night. I slept right through it. And then I figured it out because there was just muddy paw prints going through my kitchen this morning. And I was just like, uh-oh. And I walked in the backyard and it was all wet and clay. Uh, I mean, I guess if it's going to happen, I prefer to have it. Prefer it to happen while I'm asleep. So we get. It definitely woke me up. So you guys got hit pretty damn hard. The showers are just like right. You know when you just like I was like oh, rain, and then I was like you know what? I looked at Twitter real quick and I saw someone say rain, and it was my friend who I call the weatherman. And then I was like, must be rain. And then I went right back to sleep. Is it California weather? Hmm? Look at us. Is your friend Johnny Mountain? No, Dallas he's, he's not even a weatherman at all. Not like, I don't even know. Is what Johnny Mountain still around? I don't know. Salute Johnny Mountain. Johnny. Well, um, we can look that up. We don't want to yeah. prematurely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't want the $50 fine. I'm not suggesting he's dead. Um, but speaking of rain. Um, shall we discuss this here? Uh, I have a topic here. Billy's on. Yes. Well, so uh, this is this is gonna lead right into my topic. So Billy had is yeah. I, well, I guess I just kind of stomped all over you going into the lead of what Billy's been doing. So he's obviously in Detroit for Miguel Cabrera's three thousandth hit, uh, courtesy of Sheets and Giggles. Uh, if you're listening, you know um, I personally have gotten some Sheets and Giggles this some Shiggles this year. Terrific Sheets. I've never gotten better sleep in my life. I've been knocking out like consistently before ten o'clock and just sleeping through the night like a baby. I like will the, say I so. will say they're legitimately good. Like it's not just some bullshit. Like they're like a legitimately good product. They're so damn comfortable. Yeah. I I, I they, they they're so nice and cool on your body. And it's just kind of like the they perfected that cool side of the pillow feeling just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is like mm-hmm. the best way I could describe it. So you're and, always and just they, nice and snug. And they stay soft after you wash them. They don't get like crappier they get nicer almost um so quick update from Jeanette. um johnny mountain is still with us he just retired from the weather game so salute 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 johnny mountain um anyway continue pal so uh well if you listen to the cutthroat podcast was dropped earlier today you heard our eat shit segment where we told aaron boone to eat shit because he walked Miguel Cabrera yesterday while Billy was there trying to watch the game with his family. Well, Billy went to the game today and he tweeted out that it got, and then here comes the rain, you know, starting up a little bit. So it looks like the game got rained out. There's going to be a double header tomorrow. So he, it's going to get moved to tomorrow. And I believe he's there till Saturday we were discussing, which leads me into my lopic of, have you guys ever been like at a place 
maybe like a special occasion event where it kind of got, you know, rained on a little bit. I got a Disneyland pass for my graduation present. And for whatever reason, I didn't go. I was like, eh, I just kept putting it off. And I didn't go to like December. And the day that I went, it was just raining really hard. And I went with like my friends. But we got like ponchos and, you know, we just had a grand old time. We we're idiot kids. So, you know, it didn't really ruin our time. But what kind of made us a little happy, and I know this is messed up, but there were so many kids that were just so, like their day was ruined. Their day got, their day got rained on. And I was like, this is supposed to be the happiest place on earth. And I've never seen so many sad people, uh, nothing, mainly children. Nothing better but, than enjoying other people's pain, especially children, right? It was just such a, it was more so the, the contrast of where, where you're at. I said that. That was a joke, Jeanette. For the look, I mean, mostly. <laughs> Is that Walter? No, I. It's like in America's Funniest Home Videos. I will laugh equally if it's a guy tripping and falling, if it's a kid tripping and falling. Um, I think I draw the line with pets, depending on the pet. Like if it's a cute dog that stumbles, I'm just like. <gasps> But if, if it's a cat trying to jump and he falls between the couch, I, I'll giggle because I know they're made they're made for that. They're made to withstand that kind of um, fall. Plus, cats suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just they scare me. I'm really scared of cats. Except for our mountain lions here in Southern California, which are delightful creatures that unfortunately have been kind of dying a lot because people have been hitting them very yeah. unfortunate yeah so they're, they're uh, really P cool man p22 we got to protect at all costs yeah. we always hear about p22 he's always up to something is, is he the one that creeps around kind of like the valley like north mm -hmm. like north of De like north mm -hmm. of westwood up in the 405 yeah yeah he's everywhere he's got yeah. miles on him and they built the kind of didn't they build like a a bridge for them? They're going to they they right. they finally you know because you know now in Southern California we've like solved homelessness we finally have clean air clean water so we're finally helping the animals so yeah, thank so God for that finally figured out everything mm -hmm. yeah would we'll just go with that yeah internet after we saw save the animals save the mountain lions internet uh, reliable internet connection that's next. <sighs> So, yep, yep, yep. Th thanks. You know, that's all because of the recall. So, thank you, Gavin. <laughs> Still has great hair. Um, all right. Oh, god damn it. Somebody else talk. I have to mute. No, no, no. Keep going. Yeah, this is so. Have you guys ever, ever had any kind of rain experience like oh, yeah. that? Like I was describing now, just all right. So, I, I have, can just tell the story, but no, me, I have one. I'm sorry, it just won't shut up. Um, I have one. It's not exactly like a, it was a special occasion, kind of, but it's going to make me sound real douchey. But that's all right. I'll just lean into it. Um, so I was in Costa Rica with my family. And we were in this one little inland area and we were trying to get back to San Jose. And we had to take a single prop, uh, six seat plane. And we got in like a really, really bad brainstorm over the mountains outside of San Jose. And to the extent where the tail of this plane was going side to side 
at least as far as the wing span. Like it was spinning that much. And we had to make an emergency landing at um, an airport closer to us and wait for the storm to pass. And one of the ladies, so it was me, my parents, my little brother, and there was a couple in there. And the the wife of the couple freaked the hell out and tried to climb out the window next to the uh, captain while we were on the runway at this emergency landing airport or airport and we had to like pull her back into her chair and it was a whole damn thing yeah so that's what i'm going with that was a terrifying story you know but thinking thinking about all this rain in airports and stuff reminds me of like all the times i'd visit mexico and like during the summertime for us is like kind of their winter time so there's like a lot of rain occurring or, or, or I don't know if it is there necessarily Wait, the word Mexico maybe, Mexico okay, the, no, no. no Mexico's in the northern I thought so, I thought always thought that too well any anytime I go during the anytime I go during the summer which we typically go in August there's just we always run into like serious thunderstorms serious oh, rain yeah, lightning yeah. That, storms, guess, yeah. yeah the tropical yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> as someone that recently visited Mexico I can tell you their toilets swirl the same way as ours their the counterclockwise thing doesn't happen in Mexico there you go. The more you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. Salute plumbing. Yeah. If you if now now if you get down towards Ecuador, where they're packing huge hogs, um, <laughs> you know, then the schlongs might start. Hashtag schlongs. Yeah. Hubba hubba. Yeah. Baby. Bingo I, bango bongo. As I said the other day, I'm moving to Cambodia. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I, nobody's gonna know what we're talking about, and it's the best part. Speaking uh, of packing hogs, Jerry West. Oh God, let's talk about this. <sighs> oh God, damn it, Jeanette, go ahead and go ahead and lay out the scenario for our listeners that don't know. Jerry West's attorneys recently sent a a letter to Adam McKay, HBO, and everybody associated with Winning Time because he is not happy with his depiction as um, a rage-filled workaholic, alcoholic on the series. And he goes point by point and doing things that he's like, I never acted this way. And he has like character statements of people that are like, Jerry was great to work with. He never cursed. He never did this and that. And he wants a retraction. And I believe there's only like two more episodes left in the series. And I'm pretty damn sure Adam McKay is not going to go back and like reshoot all that stuff to make him look better. Compromise the tone of his production for the benefit of Jerry West's ego. But do you think... If in that one spoiler alert for people that have not seen, Jerry West does have a sex scene in this series. Had there been a full frontal of Jerry West and the actor portraying him had been given a schlong, a hubba hubba of hubba hubba, like Ecuadorian standards, right? Right, right, right. Would that letter have not surfaced? Because he, you know, he can kind of like, yeah, they make me look like a huge dick. But they also gave me a huge, huge dick. dick. All right. I see what you're saying, Jeanette. Um, penis. Yeah. Penis, yes. 
I feel like that's always a good way to buy some leeway in, in, in that sort of situation, you know? It's like, you know, as they were talking about the other day, the dick has really made a, uh, it's really been a dick renaissance. A renaissance? I don't know. But, HBO Sacks. It swung the other way because in the original renaissance, the dicks were actually quite small because what was valued in a man was his intelligence. And men that were considered in art um, stupid and just brawny were given huge dicks to indicate that they were stupid, such as Hercules. And and intellectuals were given smaller penises. And now we're we're just, I guess, the other way where everybody, the appreciation is for the longer the better. Well, also, I would just like to say really quickly. The idea of a lawyer coming out and requesting a retraction for a show that's not a documentary for a series that is six episodes at all. Like, what the flying fuck are you talking about, bro? What do you expect them to do? The cat's out of the bag. What retraction can you make? And also... He can't, there's nothing that he can do to prevent them because we know they've been picked up for a second season. Unless he's going to show up on set and like glue himself to the court court or to the equipment or he's going to cut cables. He's not going to be able to prevent them from going on with this project. I guess the purpose of that is voices displeasure and it also because it's not just him, like Gary Vitti did the same thing. Kareem has done the same thing. Magic. I don't think Jeannie has commented on it, but her character is like super, she's wallpaper. Like that Wait, character I mean, is like, the, like, like literally serves no purpose at all. Now, now that being said now, they haven't gotten to the part where Jeannie would bring in the spicy sort of shit in the show, right? Because at some point during not too long after the current period where they're in, Jeannie was in Playboy. So I could see that end up being in part. Do you not? This this is a thing, Jeanette. No, I know that she was, but I didn't think that was in the 80s. I thought that was in the 90s. That's what I thought, too. Oh, maybe it was in the 90s. This is like 80. Where's your head at, Jeff? That actress just has like the same expression all the time, which is fearfulness slash constipation. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Her and Adrian Brody are the you know. Dude, I actually like him as Phil Jackson. Yeah, I, I don't do. like him. I don't. You whoa, know, what? I think he'd make whoa, a great Phil whoa, Jackson, but whoa. as a Pat Riley, Wait, I think he'd be awful. So that's fine. a fine. Oh my god, that's, that's a fine. Oh my god. Yeah, that's fifty dollars. I'm so shook right now. Uh, they do a good job of staying close to the book. That the show's based on. And the book's incredibly, incredibly accurate and thorough. Like Showtime is a really, really good book. So I, I think that the, the show has done a good job of, of kind of like sticking to that and actually making light of of some of the situations, like a lot of the sex and, and everything. And as Adnan said, magic and the cunnilingus, you know, all, all that kind of going on on uh in the sh- like it, it happens all in the book like he he writes thoroughly about that and and it comes out in the show and th- these are interviews that some of these guys have, have like kind of given to jeff perlman themselves before 
You know what I mean? So it, it's just kind of that's why like Magic wanted nothing to do with it when they were talking about making a show based off of it because he knows what, what, what was in the book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so, think it's like, also more him, and I know we're get, it's kind of like we're dissecting the series now. It doesn't make him look all that great, and he's clearly in love with Cookie. And as a young man with all this stuff brought to him at such an early age, he's very talented. He comes up on many people want to make him the face of so many things, and all of his options open up because of that. And he's taking advantage of that superstardom. And I'm pretty sure a lot of those stories, he didn't want to be actively involved in it because he didn't. He's already lived that with his current wife and his family, and he doesn't want to live it again. And it for her to just be like, "Oh yeah, I remember when I went to the Christmas game and the hose I saw in the hotel lobby." Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of stuff. And it's also it's it signed on because a lot of the comp- like the stupidity that's been said is like no one is actually co-signed this. That's within the Laker organization, and like isn't rick fox an executive producer norm nixon's son plays norm nixon yep like sh- like shut the fuck up <laughs> like like kareem he doesn't really care too much about his image because he thinks he's being guided in a certain way so for him so for him to kind of come out and be thorny about it is not as surprising but you see how it is just they want to protect what they've built and anything that kind of cast light against that they are going to not respond positively towards yeah i mean so like in conclusion it's grouchy old white guys and then grouchy old not white magic like pretty much like it's pat it's it's jerry it's magic that the people that are having problems with this right this is like grouchy old dudes pretty much I mean, not saying that magic's gonna like grouchy, but I mean, it's kind of what it is, right? You know, actually, while we're talking about winning time, it actually was making me think about the one time I met Kareem um, at Staples, where like he was just kind of sitting in the corner, quiet, and I walked up and I just like shook his hand, saying hi, and I could tell the hatred he had for me for doing that to him. And now, like after watching the now after watching winning time, I'm like, oh, man, he probably really did hate the fuck out of me. Uh, It makes me giggle. Yeah, when I met him, I met him at a book signing in Laverne. He the, the limo driver got like lost so he was, he was like an hour and 15 minutes late so he was in a bad mood when they by the time they showed up and i was the first person to like kind of go up there to get like somebody else handed me their book they were just like do you want to just meet him like i wasn't getting anything signed for myself but i got something signed for somebody else shook his hand and i don't think he wanted to shake hands with anybody but all right pal uh, let me ask you did he have smaller hands than you expected because when i shook his hand i'm like wow your hands aren't that big and hmm. I would figure his hands would be massive, right? But for a seven footer, you know, didn't seem that big. Baby. So you're not trying, so we're not I'm saying not talking about his penis. He doesn't have a schlong here. No, I'm schlong hands. Damn it. Doesn't have schlong hands. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase I that. I was just talking about his hands. 
Um, anyway, what the fuck else do we have to talk about that's not this? I have to pee. You guys talk. His hand, yeah, now that you mention it, his hand size was, oh, come back, please. His hand size was, you know. All right. Well, I actually did have to pee, but his hand size was not that big. For I've met other seven footers; <laughs> they have huge hands. You know, his mm-hmm. hands were just—they were like pretty big hands. But were they soft? Were they, they, mo- mm-hmm. they moisturized? Felt like they, they felt like he, they were soft. Felt like he moisturized a lot. Yeah, yeah. I could, he seems like a man that that knows he that he you know is well good skincare. Yeah. I blame Dan. He kind of, he shouldn't have put the negative energy out there for him. I think he started this uh, cascading ripple of uh, awful events for him. Uh, missing out on the, you know, Thursday's game where the intentional walk and like we said, Aaron Boone eats shit. And now the rain delay, I'm putting that on Dan as well. So it's not. I mean, as far as right now how it's playing out for the show, it is comedic. So if tomorrow, let's say it's a doubleheader. So if Billy goes to the first game and Miggy doesn't get the hit and he leaves because he's coming back to Miami, if he gets the hit in the second game, that would probably be the best outcome. Mm -hmm. And it would just totally... (laughs) like devastate billy and we can expect a pretty decent epic level rant on monday i think he would take out obviously taking out aaron boone he'd probably take out the national weather service mm-hmm. he'd take out would he take out manfred why not he would he would you know why because because of the negotiations, because of how the 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 lockout, he didn't he waited till the last minute to get those negotiations going. So if the season had started on time, this hit probably would have happened maybe three weeks ago. And there was may have been better weather in Detroit or wherever at that time. So he should go on man. <laughs> So I guess this is going to be a, a kind of a Billy centric rap episode, but he was on, um, he was on cinephile with Adnan and Chris. They brought him in to give us expertise on the whole Dave Bautista versus the rock. Davey um, Bats. Yeah. As a, as a leading man in your movie, but he, they also ventured into, um, reality shows and he, Billy brought up how he had auditioned to be on amazing race shortly after getting married mm-hmm. and how the season that they would have competed in would have been, I guess the the one that's airing right now, which was actually scrapped or paused because of COVID. And then they had to resume and not all of the couples that were remaining continued because it's two years later, they have other jobs, they have other interests. And his whole reasoning was just like, if I do this show and I get to travel the world, I never have to go anywhere else ever because I would have already been to some pretty cool places around the world. And I thought that was 
incredibly profound. Mm-hmm. He's always and, thinking of, yeah, a lot and of I'm steps like, ahead. That, yeah. that, make, that makes sense. Like, obviously, you you would he would still travel within the United States, mm-hmm. uh, do his do cruises when it's safe to when he feels it's safe to be on a cruise ship. But yeah, it's like if you already went to London and you did a challenge there for Amazing Race, why would you ever want to go back? You know. So yeah. I totally got that, especially because as a contestant, you're on someone else's dime. And now if you're going on your own, it, it's a little bit more painful when it's coming He's out of genius. your own pocket. Yeah. He's a genius. He's just thinking several, several levels ahead of everyone else when it comes to so many different things. And it's like, Dan wants to talk about him derailing. No, he's not derailing. He's bringing forward great ideas time and time again. That also gives him the great wisdom to critique the per- the on-air performances of the other members of the con- shipping container when they are not at their a game and f- and kind of floundering and it's like hey if billy is giving you guys on-air notes about how to be better at i don't know making a list making a joke whatever listen to the man one of my frustrations this week is he works so well in small windows making his jokes and then jessica like because she hasn't been there for three two weeks whether she's on vacation and she wants to talk like just crashing into him not letting the joke breathe and it's like girl step back that was a funny joke also psa do not put vaporu in your fundio Mm-mm, that's not where it goes Stick, stick to your chest, stick to your feet. Not there. The more you know. Yeah, because I mean, so so for people that, hey, are, that do I need to tell the people what they what that body it, it, what that look yeah, that it's, that 2020, it's 2022. Let's not kink shame, Jeanette. So I so I need to tell people what that yeah, yeah, that right. anatomical location is. It's your butthole. Yeah, don't ever put it right up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, like I'm saying, like, you know, some people it smells better than Graha, though. But some people, you know, they want some they want some vapor rub on their butthole. I mean, teach their own. So I agree that Smetty, since she she since she's been gone, because she she did find her a little bit of she timing and rhythm with the rest of them. I can't breathe for, for the, the first time. time. So, so moving, moving on, on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks to, to you. Now I, I get, can. I get what I want. Yeah, we're, been gone. we're not the Spurs lady. No. Since you've been gone, right? I, I, I'm sorry for. I'm sorry for. Salute Kelly Clarkson. Although I think she doesn't go by that name anymore. I think she may have changed it. Salute Kelly. Supposed to be on that show. A little over a year ago now, but they got cut, you know, day before. Showbiz, you know. Showbiz, baby. Story for another time. Hmm? Anyway, continue, pal. But yeah, but Smetty, uh, she really just hasn't been... She lost her timing and her rhythm because I feel like since they've had so many people in the shipping container, they finally got a handle on that many voices kind of going at once. And yeah, she's just been trampling all, o- all over a lot of good Billy. We've, we've been so blessed with him. He has been 
he has been exceedingly excellent lately. Like he is just really, we talked about this last week, but he, he has just stepped his shit up. I think, I don't know what it is, but he's just, it could just be that he's back in the container now. Yeah. Maybe. The majority of the week, because he was, you know, he was doing, he was the one that was for the longest time, like not back in there and kind of doing it from home, changing a lot of things. Cause he, he, he picks up things so quickly and when he's in person, you just see that already. Like just the brilliance of Mike, like them zooming in on him and him, um, you know, calling out Atlanta and then Billy like immediately like was already like, and, and then Lewis picked up on it too. Cause you, you could see it very faintly in the corner. Like, Oh, Billy's doing a, a bit within a bit now. And like, it, it's just been so good to just to the, like you, you could even, you could really tell with Mike's reactions. There, there's times where Mike like has to gather himself because he'll be talking or something, and then Billy will say something from right behind him, and like he he has to stop himself or else he'll just die laughing. So it, it's just it's been really special in that way. And can I just say one thing I really like about the show is just hearing an off Mike Whittingham die laughing. I feel like that's one of the highest that, honors next to a Hakeem Nick's laugh. That's really good. But to me, it's when Billy breaks Dan. When, when like, Dan's trying so hard to keep together and Billy just drops some stupid ass, like, hey, Dan, it's Billy, or something like that. I mean, just something simple. And Dan just breaks. Like, I, I, I don't really know how many people have, have grown tired of the Mad Dog Wednesdays. But his recaps of that, I think, are much better than the actual show. Like when he's saying, and mm-hmm. then Stephen A. say, look, in, look at me when I'm talking to you. Dude, I've never <laughs> watched the actual show once. I just, the recaps are like, I already assumed they just went much better. Because what it actually is, is ridiculous, but the the billy version's wonderful it's so good that that and he was saying <laughs> this just him describing everything and then being like okay back to you guys and like the his his timing is just impeccable like he know he knows what he's doing so well and his his dry his dryness is just second and he's been so good yeah and also i just kind of think to some degree that is just billy Mm-hmm. Like, like he's just, he's just a dry, I think he's funny. I don't think he's as serious as like, he like gets portrayed sometimes, but he's just a clown, dude. He's just fucking hysterical. Like he, well, he really is really very good at this. Well, yeah. Go back to the people Manny Diaz interviewed where he ha- were at, where people carried that interview because Manny Diaz was so humorless. And I don't think there are too many people that when they have a character and they're like, we want you to do this with the new head coach of the football team, they're, they, they would be okay doing it and, you know, doing the whole bit and stuff of like, hey, welcome to town, you know, casuelas and, you know, all that good stuff. They would just be like, no, I'm a serious member of this program. I am not going to lower myself to that when I'm talking to 
this person from the local university, whatever. So for him to have just been like, I'm comfortable doing this. I don't care how it makes me look or like whatever. That was great for the show and for him. And now it's become apparent that him and Mike are either two sides or of the same coin. But like their ear for a lot of the stuff like you guys are saying is like so good because they can just be like, we're going to flip it and we're going to do this thing. Mm hmm. And they, it's so instinctively now because like Billy doesn't only like have these little like feuds with guests they have on, like he's been having them with witty or he'll have like a segment where he's feuding with Tony or Lou. Like he's so good at just like at, at doing that, like picking it up. I feel like PPG talks about the heater he's been on recently. And I, I'm just re remembering that right now, but um, we need to, we need to give this man his due praise. Cause even Chris has been really good. And to the point where like, they know what segments to kind of have them in. Have you know, like we, we, I think we talked about it on here, but with Ricky, it's mainly been like the old school shipping container minus like Roy. Sometimes Mike is in there, but mainly it's been like Dan, Chris, Billy, Ricky, sometimes Stu, sometimes Mike. And then sometimes you'll have or maybe some other members, but it's mainly been that lately. And it's been a really good group to have together. Oh, to uh tail off on that a little bit tony's been a pain in the ass man tony's been a pain in the ass lately am i the only one that thinks this not at all i think he's been great is that a like a COVID symptom yeah, like <laughs> I, he's got COVID ass no I, that doesn't sound like well that. i mean aaron Rodgers had COVID toe yeah. so we don't know we don't we not all of the findings have been out so maybe his COVID toe migrated to his. It's like how the it's how like Mani says lemon booty, except it's just COVID booty. COVID toe. Yeah. So. Oh, that's, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, hey, and I COVID think COVID toe is a real issue, bro. It's not. Let's not minimize it. You lose oxygen to your toe, and it turns blue. Not See, Greg Cody, Cody. Yeah. Mm. I hope he's okay out there. I don't know that they, they have quite the the right cough medicine or or inhalers out at sea. No, we would have we would have gotten that article like Florida man had to be airlifted from you know cruise ship off of the Caribbean because he fell over with a Miller Lite or something. How was everyone's four twenty? I hope our listeners had lovely four twenties. Excellent. I tried this sparkling water Lagunitas. Um, cannabis infused um, yep. drink it was it wasn't too bad the, i unfortunately edibles don't appear to work on me much at all so i'm bummed about that because like the more like i think in the not too distant future we're gonna have a functionally a beer that's a relatively quick acting pot beverage with no alcohol because you, you, I mean, if you think about beverage, it, I mean, pot like cannabis plant and hops. But my pal, the cannabis plant and hops are very close cousins, and you can actually brew them both. Um, so there's a number of companies, I think mostly big beer companies, that are working on doing that. So, what at the burp again.
Jeanette, I've been watching this, you know, I think we mentioned this last Friday, but we record Friday nights, and I've been watching this um, Heat Atlanta game, and I really thought Atlanta was going to win for once, and then it all went to shit, and the Heat are up by, well, nine right now. But mm-hmm. um, Mike makes me, Mike really makes me wish the Heat would lose. He really does. And I know that's kind of part of the point, but he he gets so worked up about how the Heat are not like nationally recognized and aren't given the respect that they should be, blah, 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 blah. And to me, the Heat are a team that I've always kind of liked. I have no problem with them. And he makes me want them to lose. Have you not experienced this too? Have you been on the opposite side? Are you pulling for him? No, I get what you're saying because it's kind of like, you know, at the at the heart of every criticism, it's always the it's also a, a you're pointing at yourself. So whenever there's something about like there's something about that person I just don't like. Like that person's a little too flashy, a little bit too much of a know-it-all, too much of a homer. Their intensity and love for their teams is like, uh, good chance, nine out of ten times, that's who you are as well within your group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? And for him to do that, I, you know, I think serves as that function of he wants he to wants be the, light, the lightning rod yeah. right for it. And he doesn't mind except when it's, oh, Deshaun Watson's the quarterback of my team now. Fuck. You know, then it's like, oh, what the hell's going on here? But for the most part, I think it is a, it's a master class in how to do it. For a long time, it was that said that when you're, in sports media, you're not supposed to have, you're supposed to just report stuff and you're not supposed to show your biases, your preferences towards teams and athletes. But we've gone away with that. When Stephen A can show up after a Cowboys loss in a gigantic hat, smoking a cigar, laughing his head off, and we as the public expect it and demand it and enjoy it, we get it. When we know that regardless of how LeBron and the Lakers are doing that, Nick Wright is going to just try to reassure you that he is the greatest, that it's just a blip, that he'll be back for the next one. So, you you know, you have your people that you can count on, and on that list is Mike. And I think he does it to a degree that's up there with those greats. And now that he's kind of rallying and trying to prepare for the showdown with Philly. I think this is something as a fan of the show, I've never experienced because I started listening after the LeBron years. So I don't know what it was like when they're talking about Riz McGriz and Laz and I see and all these people or to hear an actual Dan rant in the moment. I've gone back and heard them and they're just like, whoa, to get, to know that that's kind of coming, you know, who knows now with 
and beads them and all that stuff. But if we're expect <laughs> if we're expecting that, it's uh, it's crazy entertainment. I cannot join that war. I will be on the sidelines mending the people that have fallen and require, you know, bandaging and need a shot of morphine to go back out there, a slap in the face, like show some courage. I cannot participate in your war against uh, Billy. But yeah. uh, I'll be rooting for you. <laughs> I mean, I was, man, I guess you're right. He just does it so wonderfully that it actually gets me. But I, I I know it's silly, but I'm just like, fuck, I want the Heat to lose just so I can hear him freak out over the Heat losing. But, yeah, I agree with you. He's just extremely good at it. And it actually gets me, I guess. And then the other thing, too, is like when they get really high about something, well, him, he sometimes will be like i will not give you the satisfaction of you know being wrong which is why like the extending of the bit of shaving his hair and all that stuff right 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 so compare it to last year when they were when they were bounced out by the bucks and there was like zero energy they had nothing for it last year so this is what this is like two years of just waiting for this moment and this is how it begins to manifest it's like popping popcorn bit by bit by bit and hopefully it culminates for them in the finals yeah and everything's working really weird like right now with like in like all these injuries that are coming up so we don't even know i think a, a lot of the stuff that we may have had thinking in the beginning uh, up until like sunday what we thought who would make it I, I don't even i mean we know that chris paul will probably get injured right yeah the way that his his arc goes it has to be pretty much by the time that like the Mike Ryan Heat Homer will begin to simmer down. He's going to ramp up as Mike Ryan Panthers Homer. Panwagon. It's it's crazy they don't have, I mean, it's not crazy. It's the opposite of crazy. They finally don't have the playoffs like directly overlapping each other. Because for a long time, the NBA and NHL were like directly on top of each other, right? Yeah, it's the the COVID uh protocols and uh I, was the nba also affected by like negotiations this season they kind of did they start late again i'm trying to remember i guess they did it's like all the all the years kind of like melt together it's, it's, it's impossible yeah. to keep track but but either way like just having the hockey playoffs after like at least the latter rounds after the end of the nba playoffs is Huge benefit for hockey, for sure. So, well, I have one more Lopic. Sure. Uh, Mike's hair. So, Thursday, Thursday, not, he, yeah, he, those were the first videos since Super Bowl week where he was, he allowed himself to be videotaped without any type of 
hat and we got to see what the hair situation is. Do you have an opinion on what you've seen so far? Okay, to be honest with you, I have not seen this. So please describe it to me. All his hair is grown in. There is no... He didn't lose any hairline in the front. So it's not like he lost an inch or anything like that. It all seems to be in play. It's just still kind of short. So he doesn't have his long front that he normally would that he would try to hide his entradas with so it's coming in it doesn't look any like thick it doesn't look thicker or thinner than before so it seems that it came back the same way that he had it so but and it's, it's only not long enough like, not long enough yet or what no it's it's only been two months i went back because super bowl was like valentine's week so it's it's like it's been two months since the complete shave. So to me, I'm like, that's a pretty fast growth. So if he went in on that and he did use vitamins or whatever uh, to kind of help him, then that's great. Because it grew, like I said, it grew back pretty fast. It, See? like I said, and it, it, it's not the standard of beauty that we have for Mike that we're used to. But I don't know. Maybe right, so I think he, he's going to be back to looking like himself probably by year? the end of may by the end of may oh, it's, okay, so i would say that bad. yeah because i was gonna say like i i mean i i guess I, I i can't really compare my hair growth to other people like the way that you have it right now that's what his hair looks like okay so that's but no bad. no gray hair that's the other thing like but no did, gray hairs came out so i know well, he had a I lot of a lot, I, have I know he grays. had worries about grays and thinning and whatever no to me just off of those videos it looked like it came back same as before Jeanette, i'm looking at my grays in the zoom right now and man there's a lot of them huh shit well you know what i, I i'm down for the grays though I want my hair to go fully gray and then I'm going to hit the tanning bed like four days a week and I'm going to look sleazy as fuck. Like super tan with white hair and bright blue eyes Who, at like who's, age like 38. It's who's, that, who's that actor? Uh, uh, George Hamilton? Yes, him. Yeah. I can't believe he's like the only one. Just, Just don't go like to the extreme of like uh jimmy goldstein Ugh. no that that's not skin anymore that's leather y'all are having somebody's having a real good time in your in your background there 420 week jeffo oh, don't go tell me twice all right thank you all for joining laughter the club um tonight it was myself Jeanette and pal and um some dogs and some babies and i think Jeanette's sister and yeah so later guys see ya bye